This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Coming back with the second of three semifinal games in the final tournament or champions wildcard tournament bracket. Almost the tournament of champions bracket, but no, no, that starts at the end of the week. Before we get into the game, though, I have an announcement. I got an email yesterday afternoon from a podcast and RSS feed aggregator thing, whatever you want to call it. That said that our podcast was featured on a list of the top 10 Jeopardy podcasts on the internet. And would I please check it out and mention it in our next episode? Well, I did go and check it out. Guys, we are number two. Number two. The only one ahead of us is Inside Jeopardy itself. Even Jeopardy's other podcast, This Is Jeopardy, their history podcast, is behind us. I cannot believe it. Like, seriously, you guys probably don't know this. Or maybe you do, considering how fancy things don't sound over here. But this is recorded, A, in one take, and B, on my phone. The only time I edit or make a second take is if there's something really bad wrong with the audio. That's it. So that's very, very exciting. I will link to the list in the show notes for you folks to read. So I wanted to let you folks know that this was going on. I have been very excited ever since I got that yesterday to be able to mention it here. And I want to thank every single one of you for helping us get this far. Because I was not expecting that ever. This little this little idea born by an AI chatbot has really turned into something now. If it's on a list like that. <coughs> so with that said, let's get into today's game. And of course, we will start by meeting our contestants. We had Taylor, Deb, and Deandra. And this game was, Ken called it a seesaw, but it's what we here would call a ping pong. Because Deb and Deandra spent most of the game fighting over the lead. It was just boing, boing, boing. Not so much of a two-year-old fighting over a toy scenario. As it was a boing, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth type thing. So this, this was more ping pong than fighting over a toy. Deb ended up with the first Daily Double. Actually, everyone got their Daily Doubles right today, which is awesome. Everyone who got one, because we had a player who didn't get one. And like I said, the lead just went back and forth between those two for basically the entire game. Actually, Deb got two of the Daily Doubles. Deandra got the other one. Taylor kind of got stuck in the back because the other two were fighting over the lead. And just, yeah, it was, it was interesting. 
Uh, Taylor was the contestant I was rooting for in this whole thing because of what he wants to do with, you know, any winnings and stuff like that. But I, I do like all of the contestants here, so I am not hurt by any outcome. So, with that said, nobody made any stupid wagers today, fortunately. At least nothing that would have prompted me to start screaming at them. The one time we did have a true, a true daily double was the perfect place for it. And nobody did anything stupid. Actually, in the, uh, in the entire game. Although, uh, the argument could be made that Deandra should have been more aggressive on the second, on her daily double that she got. But, in her defense, people weren't doing so well in that category at the time. So, I would have gone on the, you know, smaller wager too. With, with a tough category like that. So, moving into Final Jeopardy, Deb had the lead, but everyone was in it. Because you just never know what's going to happen. Everyone is always in it, whether they'd like to admit it or not. The only way everyone is not in it is if someone finishes in the negative and is therefore out of the game. So, that's, that's what I have to say about that. Because, I mean, you never know what can happen. People make stupid wagers at all points of the game. But nobody had to worry about being stupid today because they were all right. There were some large wagers made, but it was it was good because it helped people with scores. Dev was the one who ended up winning, and I don't remember exactly how much they won by, but they wagered like $13,000. So it was a good chunk of change. So this this game was this game was definitely interesting. Just watching these two contestants fight over the lead, just like it just like playing ping pong. And actually I learned something today. If the answer to a clue is a question, they have to accept it. Like the que- the example I cite in this case is back in around 2017, there was a question about where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. And this poor contestant goes, what is where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? When they could have saved themselves a little bit of tongue-tiedness and just gone, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And they would have had to accept it. Now I'm thinking about that. When that question came up, Alex was like, oh, did they ever find her? Mm, Well, Alex, the last anybody heard of her, she was in Argentina. If that answers your question. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Because, um, obviously certain people are not going to be listening to this. And if they are, well, uh, I'm concerned. But, at any rate, I'm going to wrap this up for the night. Let you folks get on with your day. I'm going to try to get to bed at a halfway decent hour instead of midnight. So, good night. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to check out the link you're going to find in the show notes. And as Alex would say... So long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.